welcome to Swapping Joysticks, a very special episode. Uh, this is your home of LGBTQIA plus streaming, gaming content, and I am Ben Oswick, otherwise known as Biggest Benus, joined as always by Ed Nightingale, world-renowned games journalist. Oh, I wouldn't go that far, but thank you. Yep, how are you doing, Ben? Not doing too badly. Yeah? We've got a guest. I know. I'm very excited. Very excited. This is a Final Fantasy 16 special, and joining us is the voice of Clive, Mr. Ben Starr. Wow. Wowee. Yeah. Hello, everyone. How are you? <laughs> doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing really well. I'm doing really well. It's very cool that we get to do this, so thanks for having me on. Thank you so much for agreeing. And we have decorated this podcast studio with... Yeah. So, a lot of these are your books. Yeah, these are your books. They are. <laughs> I, I, I came in and brought them in like it was like show and tell day at school. <laughs> like, look at all, all my Final Fantasy guides that I have. Um, I left the 12 one at home, which really annoyed me after I pulled them out of the bag. But yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, no. Well, how's life been since the release of Final Fantasy 16? Uh, life has been um, very, very strange um, because... Um, there was a lot of kind of press leading up to it actually just coming out and then um, it comes out and then people start playing it and you get drips of people kind of getting further and further in the yeah. game and I get messages from people saying I'm up to this point I'm up to this point and it's yeah it's been really lovely when people kind of like finally finish it and there's I, for whatever reason there's been this amazing um People have felt this cathartic need to just message me going, I've just finished it, credits are rolling. I mean, that's what you did, didn't it? No. Yeah. <laughs> I and I, I think that's a really kind of the power of this game is that, that a lot of times, not for everyone, but like a lot of people have, have messaged me immediately after finishing it and have just gone, I just need to talk to you about, about this game, which has been really, really lovely. Mm. Because, you know, I, we did this a, a while ago and I've been working on it for a long time and you kind of lose sight of, of what it is um, and the fact that, you know, there are people out there who the ending or the game or the experience they've just had is resonating with people. I'm like, that's cool. Mm. That's Have nice. you been surprised by the reaction from fans? Um, I think I've been surprised because I've, it's never really felt real. Like, do you, you know, like it's been, it has- Until it's out. Until it's out. And yeah. even now, I, I just think you must be lying. No, 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 you don't, you don't really like me. Um, and I always have this, this, this idea that, you know, it's, they're just being nice, but it, it's, it's kind of, it keeps happening. So maybe, maybe that we're onto something with it. I think you are. Have you had a chance to play it yourself? I have, yeah, I have. And what do you think? I, I think that I had such a strange experience because these games, as you can see from my kind of show and tell, uh, <laughs> uh, they mean a lot. So, um, but each one has always been a surprise. You know, I think that's one of the joys is being taken on this journey that takes you out of this world. Whereas this one, I knew exactly what was going to happen at all points. So I was really hypercritical, I think. Brutally, honestly, I was like hypercritical of the stuff that I was doing. But it was all the more magical when there were moments that I just went, wow, yeah, that's cool. That worked. And it worked exactly like I wanted it to. And those magical moments where you you kind of go oh this 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 performance that i did actually worked and obviously the person you're opposite whether you're opposite ralph einstein susanna fielding um yeah like chris york these amazing amazing actors and they're just absolutely smashing it out of the park and when that thing sings in harmony with sokin's music and mm. the amazing cgi cut sequences that the team have made it just really sings so those moments will always be special to me um, so yeah, it was a it was a, a unique experience and one that I um, well I'm, I suppose I feel like the luckiest person in the world to have that very particular experience where you're playing yourself. 
is it is it weird playing and hearing your own voice and thinking yeah. oh no that's me in a video game yeah that must be bizarre like I hate hearing my own voice I'm sure you do but oh yeah I don't, don't ever listen to my podcast no like, yeah. I might do for this one yeah uh, it might but, yeah I'd be nice I've, you yeah. know I have come all the way to yeah. uh, so you may as well uh, I um, do find it um, uh, very very strange um, to listen to myself but I suppose once you're playing for like 40 hours 50 hours you get used to it in the end um, so but you I finished it I did finish it, yeah. I've, I've, I've rolled credits and um, I will go for the Platinum Trophy, but I think I'm going to take a break before I do go back onto um, Final Fantasy mode and play it all the way through because I just think that I have lived this game for so long that I was talking about it, I was tweeting about it, I was interacting with fans and, and, and going on podcasts and talking about it and I was also going home and playing. Sorry. Yeah, oh, the <laughs> nightmare. Yeah, um, oh Stop asking me to do stuff. Um, I, th that and I'm now going to take a break and I'm going to play something else and then get yeah. to come back in, you know, a couple of months time and have that same experience again, except be way powerful. I've yeah. nearly got the platinum. Oh. I'm on Final Fantasy mode. I'm like two thirds through. Yeah. So once I get that, And things are I'm sort done. of one-shotting you, aren't they? No. That's you, were, <laughs> you were getting very upset last night. I am a very calm gamer. Thank you, yeah. Ben. Do you have any, are you allowed, I mean, I haven't played the Final Fantasy mode yet. So do you, are you allowed to use the accessories or not? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You still can. It is. It is literally the main game, but you are a high level. Clive starts as a high level. You can use all your same equipment. Um, New enemies. All, all of your. In there are some, in different spaces. Yeah. So yeah. like there was a chimera in the forest at the start, which yeah. I was not expecting. Of, like Breath of the Wild hard mode because like there's a what the things called the lionels. Lionels. Lionels on like the opening uh, plateau. So yes. Yeah. yeah, I like that idea. Just mm. random massive enemies pop up. It's worth doing. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it is. Yeah. I, I am like such a. I'm sure we'll talk about it later. But I'm such a platinum trophy hunter, so <laughs> I will end up doing it. But I think yeah. I'm just going to take a break for my own sanity that I don't kind of like bleed this game all I the think way you through. Deserve that. Thank I you. Think you yeah. a break. Oh my god. Thank I mean, I'm you. taking a little break before Final Fantasy mode, and I just literally played it <laughs> for the first time. Yeah. Did you, are there any parts of it that you're playing and going like, oh, I, I wasn't there for that voice acting. This is new to me. Is yeah. I mean, there's yeah. there's lots of bits that I wasn't there for, but I. I've been so much a part of the fabric of this game from the day, first day of recording, that I became so close with a lot of the team that they just showed me so much of it because it was helpful that I knew because you play as Clive all the way through, context is super important. And even if Clive's not a part of it, it was very useful for me to know, right, this is what the audience will have just seen. This is what they'll have just, you know, experienced. So that's where we kind of need Clive to be. So I was pretty much across most of it. Um, there were a couple of things I hadn't seen, um, but most of it I was aware of. And I became so close to the team, I'd just ask if I can watch it, <laughs> and they would. Like the amount of times that I would just, you know, I, I, Koji would be in town and I would just go into his hotel room, we'd just watch two hours of watching Final Fantasy cut sequences would be, yeah, it was very cool. I love that. Koji's in town. Koji's in town. just watch some of the new game. Yeah, yeah. well, I, there, was a, there was a time uh, just before we did the event at the Tower of London where um, he had like a debug version of the game and we went for went for food just beforehand and he said do you want to see some of it I was like yes please <laughs> and I thought I said I've only got half an hour and an hour and a half later I was still in his room yeah. watching it it was like a bunch of nerds being like oh my god that's so cool oh wow um, so yeah and now that's the rest of us yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah are you surprised by the fan reaction to the game no I'm not actually um, I, I'm like I I really love I said this before that I think that 
however however you take this game there's, there's three million copies or something that it's already sold i think that millions of people will play this game and um all i really kind of care about is is the one or two people like i said who it really care who it really matters to because you forget in the massive numbers that this game will do that this is going to be a lot of people's first final fantasy and that's yeah. really cool that's really you've seen all the advertising for it you know start with 16 Square really want people to get into this franchise and discover it and discover the immense depth that it has. So you have 16, you like this world or we'll wait till we show you all the other ones as well. You know, it's 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 mm. cool and I, hopefully that's what it does. Yeah, I've had a couple of people seen that we're interviewing you and they were like, oh, Final Fantasy 16, what's that one? And they're like, do I have to play the other 15? I'm like, nope, it's completely new, completely fresh story, zero things carry on you know there might be some similarities to other things and some you know like chocobos and mm. crystals but like there's no story carrying on and like a couple of people being like oh i'm gonna go and play that yeah isn't it it's it that question is really interesting do i have to have played the other ones because we take it for we take it for granted we're like yeah of course you don't have to yeah um but with a number mm, you just assume that people know that yeah but they don't and the amount of people have had to say no you can literally start with this one it's really amazing how you know the idea of the, our own little personal bubbles we just assume that 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 is the case but it isn't and it's amazing that this has been the game that i know lots of people have said i'm going to start with this one this is my first one and it's very approachable i think yeah like it doesn't have the in-depth turn-based battles and mm -hmm. strategy well it has strategy but it's it doesn't have all those complex things from the old games it is a more streamlined more modern more action focused game um, yeah. which I think a lot of people are going to be more interested in than they would have done the rest of the series. Yeah, you look at the demo and how, how just the, the amount of heavy lifting the demo did. Oh yeah, that was a great marketing. It, yeah, <laughs> it was, it was a, a complete stroke of genius and one that completely took me by surprise because I'd already played the demo, I'd experienced it, I'd already worked on it for ages so I knew what was going to happen in it. Mm. I'd also seen all of the trailers so I kind of thought that everyone knew what was going to happen in that demo. And then it gets released and all of these people that haven't consumed any sort of Final Fantasy information up to this point get to experience it for the first time. Mm -hmm. And the, in inverted commas, tragic events mm -hmm. that happened in that demo. And it was amazing to see genuine shock on people's faces when they, when they saw what that was and experience it genuinely for the first time. People who hadn't seen any information about it at all, which was really cool because I think maybe we as fans who consume all of that stuff take for granted what people don't know already and we come with we come with all of our baggage we come with all of our prior knowledge that will of course influence how we feel about this but there are some people who this might be the only game they play this year this might be the first game they ever play on a playstation 5 mm. which is quite cool yeah yeah nice yeah i was thinking like there were so many people that were converted as well like, i know a few people that were quite happy to go oh you know uh, Zelda's out that's doing incredibly well um, what was that earlier this year that did Diablo Diablo yeah people were loving that Resident then, Evil 4 Resident Evil yes. 4 yeah we'll get on to that because <laughs> I know how much you like it I do yeah but um, like and then this command I think people were just ready to be like oh I'll play the demo and then hopefully that'll be enough but like the amount of people I, I was looking at comments on uh, a certain website uh, that you're on and like looking at comments and so many people were just responding to that going oh, I really need to buy this game. I have never played the demo and then immediately pre-ordered. Like that yeah. is 
that's how powerful it was. I think uh, the power of demos is, I mean, think about when we were kids oh, yeah. and the, you know, whatever it was and whatever Xbox magazine, Nintendo magazine or official PlayStation magazine for me. Yeah, same. The demo discs. <laughs> and yeah. the fact that your PlayStation 1 came with, I mean, I think I, think I had demo disc 1 with my first PlayStation. Did you get the uh, dinosaur? Yeah, 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 yeah. Classic. And like, it's in Astro's... Astrobot. Astro's yeah. Yeah. Yes. Playroom. Astro's Playroom, yeah. It, it's, it's amazing how powerful that a bite-sized experience can be to making you want to play more. And I think that um, the demo did that for people. It was this amazing kind of distillation of what this game is and what this game can be and this type of storytelling that it wants to do. And it, it brings us back to those days where you get official PlayStation magazine Mm. I remember playing Anna Kornikova Smash Court Tennis constantly, constantly <laughs> with my friend Mike Griffiths. Like that's what we used to we used to do. And all those demos, I'd play to the ends of the earth. Keep doing it. I mean, yeah. I still think one of the greatest demos of all time is Metal Gear Solid Two, the Tanker Mission. Yes, you because know, that was such a like bait and switch as well. Of mm-hmm. you think this is what the game is going to be, yeah. and actually it's not. It's also just. I, I remember playing that game as well and, you know, really, really loving it. But I would go back to the Tanker Mission and I would just play it again and again because it is a perfect playground. Whether you are, like, there's that bit in the bar where every single one of the bottles is breakable. You just shoot them. Mm. And and that was so mind-blowing back in the day. I think it yeah. still is now. No one in the... I mean, yeah, I mean, probably not. You know, the, the, you know technology has moved on. <laughs> but at the, that was really, really mind-blowing. And I think that, that what was the time between Metal Gear Solid 1 and 2 was probably like for two years, three years? Yeah, something like that. It was... Just think about the graphical upgrade between Metal Gear Solid 1, which I still think the art style is pretty amazing, to MGS2 and what they were achieving. The rain, the fact that like you would go indoors and they would see your footprints from the rain yep. or like they could hear that's just mad that's just a mad thing amazing. I used to just play, keep playing Metal Gear Solid 1 demo I think it was and just smoking been like oh look I can yeah. smoke cigarettes in a game yeah yeah, and that is a great Not advertisement for all video games yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> now, my, the demo I was obsessed with was Pandemonium 2 I don't know why I just loved loved Pandemonium 2 what was, what was it that you could do in that demo I think it was because there were different ways to complete the level like there were so many it was quite a fast-paced um platformer but like you could there were different like yeah different um ways to get to the end like Mm. yeah different routes which kind of blew my mind i was like wow i can play this demo five times in different Mm. ways and yeah there were the ones i remember pandemonium 2 toka touring car because you could turn around and then crash into them all that was always Mm -hmm. fun and um steve mcqueen the firefighting one the what? Wow. Do you remember Steve? Is it Steve McQueen? Or was it, was it a different one? Steve McQueen's like a real person though, isn't he? Steve McQueen. What was, it's in the film star. See, I th- there was a firefighting one. Maybe it wasn't called Steve McQueen. <laughs> Maybe it's a different one. But I let's pretend like there is a Steve McQueen PlayStation. Wait, I need to, one. like, PS1 firefighting game. It's only McQueen, I'm sure. So Steve Ma- McQueen? No, Roscoe McQueen. There we Roscoe go. Roscoe McQueen. I knew Who was that? He's a firefighter. He's a famous firefighter. Firefighter extreme. There you go. And that was great. You just went and put fires out, but it was also very... Yeah. It sounds it, because it has the word extreme on the end. Yeah, that's me. Butch. (laughs) So, one one thing that was really interesting to us is the fact that this is the first Final Fantasy game with um, explicit LGBT characters. Yes. um, Which is great. And we won't spoil it and say Mm -hmm. what happens. Um, what was what were your thoughts when you saw that in the script? As a as a fan of the series, sort of knowing what was going to happen in this game, I just thought it was awesome. I thought it was wicked. 
um, and I think about time really um, I think that Final Fantasy has such clearly a huge LGBTQ um, following and to have it represented in that way is is super important so it made me really really happy and I remember actually seeing the scene for the first time where you know you, you, you first realise what's happening and you're going brilliant great about time more please and I think that's what I think is more please um, so yeah, that's my take on it, and I'm and I'm really happy because um, I think I'm actually going to a yeah I'm going to a Final Fantasy drag. I think we're all going. Yeah, we are. Right? <laughs> we're all going. We're all going. Yeah, PlayStation. Yes. Um, and I, I just think it's I think it's wonderful um, to for that, and I can't wait for to see what happens in the future with this franchise. Did you wonder like well? when you saw that do you think oh people are going to experience this and you can't wait to see people's reactions yeah yeah I think so um, I, I, I think it just it was just meaningful for me to see that you know I think that it's it's just really cool to see that that is part of part of the story and it's a part of these characters and it's important for their story and I, I just think it was yeah. really really it's really lovely and it's a I think it's a really tender beautiful part of the game that's really represented really well um, but I can't wait for more you mm. know I think that's this is a start let's see where we can go it's interesting oh. it's the Final Fantasy 14 team as well because there is a huge LGBT presence on Final Fantasy 14 mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> so knowing that it's kind of Yoshi P and the, and the 14 creative business unit uh, that three, three. CBE three yeah. yeah that's it um, the fact that it's them is kind of like yeah you know the, they know who's going to play it yeah mm, I think absolutely. it was great I just think it's great and it's great that it doesn't like define that character as well. It's just like it's one moment and then we move on, and yeah. it's just a part of who they are, which is which is really great. Yeah, I think it's better. It's better that this isn't an archetype. You come in, mm. and you think this is. Yeah. It's, it's got very particular, unfortunate traits that some people might have, like want to represent in that way. But no, go nope. This is this character is this way, and it's in, it's important for the um, the emotional core of who they are and what they represent. And I really really like that. Mm. Yeah, and they're not just kind of dwelling on it, and it turns in, into the villain, and exactly. you know, the way that. It often gets portrayed. Mm, exactly. Well, before we move on to some questions that we've had from fans. Wow. We did see, and you have posted the images of you uh, <clears throat> in like the facial mocap. Yes. So they, they based Clive's face on that. Uh, there's also a bit in the game quite near the beginning where you are in a jail cell. I wondered, did they motion cap the rest of you as well? <laughs> they did, yeah. I told them that I was going to ask this. It's like, my you can't entire, ask this. My entire body, they did. No, I... I <laughs> Uh, they didn't do that. So what, what, I told you they had the whole like. Yeah. Um, <laughs> did post the pictures if they were. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a very. He's a, like I would say this. Clive is a Clive is a beautiful, beautiful man. And um, I, listen, I go to the gym. I like to do exercise, but I mean, I would I would kill to have a body like. Wouldn't Clive we all? Russell. Wouldn't we I mean, all? Yeah. Wouldn't we all? I mean, everyone's pretty pretty damn attractive in this video game. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, they didn't. I, w I should have said yes, they did. They just modelled all of Clive's <laughs> naked scenes. That was your body. that was your yeah. opportunity to lie, Ben. Yeah, I just I'm just <laughs> you've uh, lost yeah. it. Now. Sorry, let me re let's just cut back. Um, <laughs> they j only used my body. I did actually say I think I tweeted the other day that I did all my own chest acting because the amount of people that I've seen of the memes of just like people just licking Clive's chest. Wow, is that yeah. a thing, like in it person, is a thing. Or? It is a thing. Not in person, just on but the screen. Licking or, the screen? Yeah, I've seen oh. people licking the screen, or like um, people like superimposing <laughs> other characters licking Clive's chest. Wow. Yeah. Actually, one thing I did see. Um, obviously, you can pet the dog. You can pet Torgal. You can. And um, I saw a streamer who had managed to angle it so that Clive 
was then in front of Sid mm. and then the dog was behind yep. Sid. Yeah. And they were trying to pet the dog yeah. and basically groping Sid. Yep. And it was it was That is good. and that is the that's what the internet should be used for at all points. Don't you think? <laughs> I just I remember when, you know, Tears of the Kingdom came out and all it was was just people doing um penis yeah. creating penis characters. That's what the internet is there for. It is not there for serious discourse yeah. about anything. It's about how can we do the most grotesque stuff with characters who we love. Great. <laughs> Perfect. Great. Well, we have, we're going to go on to some more stuff on that. But <laughs> firstly, we have some fan questions. So we put oh, out great. online some questions or requests for questions. Yes. And we had a lot. A lot of people yeah. have a lot of questions. Right. Okay. Um, we've grouped some of them together, but we yeah, will so start if, off if with. Somebody does ask a question and it's like, wait a minute, I asked that question. There were some, there were some duplicate ones. We've tried to match the ones if yeah. there are two people asking the same question. Yeah. So the first uh, is from Neuroxin, who mm. is in our Discord community. Um, your Yorkie Milton is adorable. Thank you. Um, did he get to record any yips or barks for the game, or did you try and get him involved? In I some really way? wanted. Oh God, I wanted him to be used so much. <laughs> That's why I brought him in almost every single day. Um, he was not used, um, uh, but I did direct pretty much most of my here boy those lines to Milton when he was there, and I actually I think I posted like him in the in the booth all the time and i'd be sometimes i'd be doing some really serious scenes and he would just be like trying to crawl up my leg and I'd, <laughs> I'd be cradling him in my arms whatst i'm doing like titan noise like no they're screaming i'm gonna fucking kill yeah you. exactly exactly <laughs> yeah exactly um uh but yeah no i i uh, he didn't record any any yips for it but i wish he had but he is technically a part of it because when i'm saying good boy all of that stuff that is directly to Milton. He was there. He should be in the credits. Yeah. He should be in the credits, yeah. shouldn't he? Wow. Don't worry, I'm making it happen. I post way too much about Milton because he's far <laughs> too cute. Yeah. Um, I think I've heard you say sick it toggle so many times. Yeah, yeah. I, that's that's going to be something that's going to follow me around conventions for the rest of my <laughs> life. Um, yeah, yeah. Here, boy. My wounds, boy. Um, that thing. <laughs> No, another uh, yeah, another one from Neuroxin. Uh, has some great questions. Were you shocked by the amount of swearing in the game? Because, I mean, there have been swear words used, but there are mm. quite a few in this. I wasn't actually shocked. I, I actually, yes, no. When I first when I first read the script, I was like, oh man, there's swearing in this game. <laughs> um, but one thing that we found over time was um, how do we how do we take the swearing out? So when it does happen, it doesn't feel like gratuitous all of the time. There could have been far more opportunities for Clive just to say the F word and the S word and all the, all the stuff. You know, he could have done that a lot more. Mm -hmm. um, so when it when it's there, it's there for reason. I watched the stream and today play it and I went, oh yeah, that's when I say it twice. <laughs> um, it's, yeah, it, it did shock me because I thought, is this going to be the first, the first mainline entry to do this amount of swearing? And yep. yeah, but I mean, then, you know, it's not mainline, but Stranger Paradise came out and they were just using it left, right, and center. Yeah, it was um, that's true. Jack Garland. Hey, I played Final Fantasy fourteen. There's plenty of terrible language in that. But you some other people. Language. That's <laughs> yeah. true. Um, another from Discord is from Clues, who asks, were you provided with any materials like concept art or a design bible to help you picture the world and the environment? Yes. Yes, I was. Um, when I got given the part, they showed me Clive for the first time, an image that I don't think many people have actually seen. I think the image that I was first given of Clive uh, is one, I think it's an art book coming out soon. Um, 
and it's like a really early design image of Clive. We need to get that for the wall. Yeah, yeah get yeah, it. Yeah. yeah, you need it. Um, <laughs> there is a design book, uh, and they have. They, I think they've just released images online. And I really wanted to. I wanted to be like, this was the first image I ever saw of Clive, but I didn't want to ruin it. Um, and yeah, now that will be in there. Um, he looks similar, but mm. like has his hair is a little bit different. Um, but I mean, the image, the the iconic image of the sword and the cape was always there. Um, and then, yeah, Koji, because um, at that point he was coming over from Japan, would, he showed me um, a load, uh, he showed me basically Phoenix Shift and, and mm. yeah, Rising Flames in 2019, the same stuff that we we're seeing now when we play it, um, and Images of the World, the Crystalline Dominion, Sambrex, stuff like that, they, they showed me that. But um, a lot of the stuff before I was, so a lot of the, what we call party chat, um, when the character's running from place to place, I'd be going, I'd be doing, in, an, in an empty room, not seeing it, being like, wow, look at this place. And it's just, <laughs> I'm not there, I'm not there. Um, but I'd always just have to look up, you know, and I think I was doing kind of my best. Nathan Drake enters uh, an amazing place with awe, um, was, was what I was giving. And it wasn't until, you know, I actually start seeing the, the, a lot of the, the base levels of the cut sequences where we, where we kind of like put our voice to it. It was a lot easier to imagine. Well, so was there a lot that was unscripted? No, no, there is not. Um, I wish there was, um, but this is a video game that people have to program. If I start going off script, people are just a bit like, whoa, 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 that's just a lot more work for everyone, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but with it, within the lines there were, there were lots of opportunities for improvisation between the lines. And um, it might sound small, but there are there a lot of the stuff that happens between like Clive and Sid and essentially what kind of like happens to Clive and Jill and Sid and all of that stuff. Like those interactions were defined by us bringing ourselves to it. So yeah, there was improvisation in the sense that like we would say lines how maybe the directors and the writers hadn't imagined it. And as time went on, they would write for our voices um, and um, which became a lot easier. You know, there, there would we would read lines that would have been written and localized, and then those teams who would localize it years down the line would. We had like a Clivean way of talking. You know, <laughs> there was like Clive wouldn't say that. Yeah. Um, we talk about um, him not asking a question but demanding an answer, um, uh, and like very very rarely at the beginning anyway, using an interrogative inflection where he goes up and asks a question because he doesn't have time for it because all he cares about. Is is going on this very particular quest right at the beginning of the game? He's got a world to save. He has a world to save. Well, at that point, he's <laughs> he's he's revenge is a weapon. Um, you know that that store that part of Clive's arc is very much like I'm impatient. I have places to be. I don't have time for questions. Um, and then you know stuff changes. But yeah. What uh, yeah, we got a message as well from uh, Ari Stars and uh, Ilya, who say, "What part of Clive's journey did you resonate with the most? Is there a part of it that brutally, know? honestly, all the loss? Um, uh, it is out in the public, but my dad died during the making of this game, and um, uh, that really, um, and that's why I'm kind of here with you talking about it. That's why I I speak about him a lot because." I, I after I'd spoken about that and after people have played certain aspects of this of this game I really like that people have messaged me and I'm sorry if I haven't messaged back I'm just busy but um they people are telling me and sharing their own stories about that and I think that's really nice um that we can we can experience that together and allow us to kind of maybe heal and understand it a little bit more um 
because uh, loss is just that kind of sudden tragic loss is just so soul destroying it is it is it is the most unbearable earth shattering experience i will ever have um and it significantly changed me and i genuinely didn't think i would ever come back from it and that happens to clive in this game and you see that development and you see his inability to maybe come to terms with that and how that defines his life and about how maybe he finds a way of allowing it to not define his life or to find a way through that loss and um yes it's an action video game with with giant beasts but there is that experience in there and i really wanted that realness to be there and that sense of um the mountain may seem insurmountable but if you have i mean quite literally the power of friendship if you have people around you who are willing to understand you and let you in and let you cry um then then it's okay it's okay and i had this game to help me get through it because i was able to kind of process it through that um and uh, that really being really sorry i'm being super honest yeah. about it Thank but that's that's what it is um and anyone who loses someone it is entirely their own experience i have lost someone uh very close to me in fact my granddad died and then my dad died two days later um so it was a it was a double loss um and that was something so um shocking um but also entirely mine you know my sister experienced that loss differently my mom experienced that loss differently um and I've known other friends who've lost people and that's their experience. And I'm not here to kind of give advice about how you get over that, but uh, allowing allowing this character to maybe inform that there is a chance, there is something on the horizon, there is hope um, is, is pretty cool. So that's the answer that I would give to that question. Oh, thanks for sharing. Mm. And like with that happening, like during the um, production of this, did it make it is it made it more difficult to go back to it and play through it or no. is it no it's so cool it's really cool oh my god you thought this is a tribute oh. Yeah. yeah oh my god there is so much of my dad in this game it's so much I, I spoke the last time I spoke to my dad was on the way to recording Final Fantasy 16 um, he was so proud that I was doing this because where is it Final Fantasy 8 there so he was yeah. that was the game that he bought me um, and I mean, he ended up buying me all of them, right? Really, until I had the ability to buy them myself. He was the one who supported me in that experience, and he was so proud. He knew how much this meant to me, um, and I just really want this game to be a tribute to him and Clive's journey to be a tribute to him and a tribute to anyone who's lost anyone, because I think there is there is a tendency in in video game characters for their loss to be trivialized for the purposes of plot, but I think that Clive carries it with him a lot, and hopefully whatever else you think about this video game you can you can see that within him and, and how his journey kind of um allows him to become a better person absolutely um a question from carlia gamer uh which was the first scene you recorded as clive uh, yeah good question i actually can't remember i genuinely <laughs> can't, i genuinely can't remember it was definitely though it definitely would have been do you know what i think we started doing a bit chronologically so it might have been in the um, the opening section when I was Team Bastard. It might have been that. 
Um, that's the genuinely their name, <laughs> Team Bastard. Yeah, they're called Team Bastard. Um, uh, it, yeah, I think it would it's have like been. Common community as well. Yeah, <laughs> it would have been. It would have been one of those scenes. I think. Yeah. Um, we had a joke. Um, Morgan Rushton, Koji Fox, Ollie Chance, Hannah Price. These are all the people who kind of worked on the games. Uh, we all had a joke about the opening line of the game, which was, "It was Moss the Chronicler who said that line. I did that line." for many years uh, because I would do it and then it would like we'd have to re-record it for, for a number of reasons and so the jo ongoing joke for years was um, Ben yeah if you could just re-record it was Master the Chronicler who said um, uh. so yeah that experience was one that I will I will I will never forget having to do again and again and again and again um, but I think it was that I think it was that and um, really early on I would yeah I would have um, Sid and I would have Jill in the room at the same time. So really, uh, within the first week I had, I was in the room with Ralph and Susie doing all of our kind of like banter together. I saw that PlayStation recently had just released like a, a comedy supercut of all of Clive and Sid's banter together, <laughs> which was really fun to do. Somewhere in the depths is some, you know, they did some recording of us together in the booth which like uh, literally some like old footage of us so that'll emerge at some point on the internet mm. but yeah it was it was super super fun the gust of chat kind of voices like yeah ralph i for me i playing the game it was just strange because i know ralph from when i was young i used to watch the office mm -hmm. um and his character is quite different in final fantasy to that is the power of acting <laughs> yeah, i know it's like <laughs> wow people get ralph is not defined by one job he did <laughs> over 20 yeah. years ago well I'm, like, I'm playing the game i'm like I, yeah I just know him as a sex pest from the office. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's uh, power of acting. Shows how good it, an actor he is. Yeah. But it's, he just, uh, he has one of those, just the most amazing voices. Oh, he yeah. gets yeah. so much for free just because not only is he a great actor, but that voice is iconic. He was really prevalent in my life when we were recording, first at Recording 16, because he was the voice of the Datcher adverts. So... <laughs> yeah. So yeah, wow. Yeah, that was so. I it was just it was always on TV mm. at the time. Um, yeah, yeah, I remember. That. Yeah, yeah. There you go, <laughs> Ralph. Ralph Einstein, the, the voice of the. And he's also around. in Diablo as well. Like came out at the yes. same time. It's. Sure. I, I think I've seen articles saying it's the summer of Ralph Einstein. So um, <laughs> it, it absolutely hot girl, <laughs> hot girl summer of Ralph Einstein. <laughs> um, a question from Elvia VT. What do you think Clive's favorite food would be? Yeah, nice. Um, he doesn't eat in this game, does he? Or does he eat? Do we see him eat? Well, there's, there is a scene with him and Jill mm -hmm. where they go and eat by by the lake, by the river. There's some very good-looking bread. Yeah. Final Fantasy go. games, they know how to make good-looking food. I mean, Apart 15. from grapes. Well, I don't know. I've been loving the <laughs> okay. grapes. I've been loving the grapes memes. Mm -hmm. Have you seen them? The grapes are much of higher course. def in this game. Of course. I did see it, I think, for maybe FanFest or something they've produced. Yes. Yeah. Are you going to yeah. get... I think that I really want to get one of those. You should. You should get all back. the merch. I don't, deserve, I don't deserve 14 merch. I haven't done anything for 14. Well, I've got a question coming out of that. <laughs> I do. Yeah. We've got a, a question now from Milo Drums who says, how tall is Clive? 6'1". Okay. I think he's about 6'1". Is that, is that factual or are you guessing? That is absolutely me guessing. <laughs> no, that's factual. That is actual facts. Yeah. I think he's, he looks about 6'1", doesn't he? Update the he's Wikipedia. Quite, he's he's a strapping man. Yeah. I mean, he's probably about, he's probably about like 5'8", but his hair is like, <laughs> yeah. is the rest and of And the it. sword. Yeah. And the sword. That sword just looks so heavy, doesn't it? 
Okay, that's one thing that I can't get over is every time he does that, it's too long for his arm to come out of mm. The, mm. the whatever it is that's on his back. I'm sorry. Jeez. I'm sorry, Ed. You can believe that there are magical monsters in this world, <laughs> but you can't. Oh, my God. Fake fan. Shocking. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, he just can. That's the magic of fantasy. That's fair. Yeah, that's all the answer I need. Maybe it's yeah. I I can't. I don't know the physics of it. I don't know the <laughs> physics of. I don't know the physics of the Buster Sword. Still, the Buster Sword baffles me. As a as as that. Yeah. How I mean, you are an actor, so it comes naturally to you. But how do you kind of approach becoming Clive from like walking in off the street? So walking as Ben. How do you kind of get there into? There is the, a process. Yeah, I think there is a process. You can't just. You can't just go, hi, 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 hi. <laughs> hi. Okay. Well, you can, I just did. But yeah. um, I think you have to, um, because of what he what he goes through and what his life is, it takes a couple of minutes. I mean, um, by the time that, you know, we were finishing this, I could get into Clive. In, I could access him easily. We would actually, uh, for the first two years, use... Um, ref voices so you know if I'd been mm -hmm. away for a month or so they would play me a very a set of very particular lines for me to you know have a consistency with the voice yeah. but by the time it finished I, I just kind of knew where I was really with him um, and so it wasn't really a problem but um, it sometimes it takes a couple of minutes you know and sometimes we get into it straight away some of the some of the my favorite scenes in the entire game are 9am Monday morning I walk in I do scene it's one take and we move on nailed it nailed it and then we spend <laughs> then we spend 20 minutes on one line because I can't get it you know it's, it, it really varies um, yeah I was about to say so it varies sometimes you do it first time what's like the most amount of takes I'm guessing the opening scene <laughs> if you've had to do no, that no I think I, I would say the most amount of takes was probably I, I don't know I, that is this is such a guess yeah probably 20 okay it's probably the most they ever did on like a, on a particular line mm. um yeah Not just sick it toggle sick it toggle we <laughs> would do we would um with those because the, i um all all of the all of the fight stuff um we decided we were just going to put them in what we called the bucket so i would just say 50 versions of that line Okay, yeah. And then we just put it in the bucket and let people choose because you lose any sense of what that line actually means by the time yeah. you do it. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, it's it's interesting hearing some of the lines because I just have no recollection of ever recording those <laughs> because there's just so many of them. It's yeah. it's the Ben, we need you to um, uh, get nudged by someone in a crowd noise, which is. Um, <laughs> Sorry, what was that again? But we need it. We need it. And all of those yeah. like jumps and nudges and grunts that he does, that sometimes you don't even hear, um, are individually recorded. So that they they would probably take longer than mm. I. Th I remember I remember Morgan Rushton and I just in detail analysing the 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 correct intention behind her, <sighs> <laughs> and it we got to a point where it was scene? like it was like fifteen <laughs> minutes in, and we were thinking, is anyone going to care? <laughs> anyone gonna care but we really did and i kudos to morgan as well performance director and and was a um part of the localization team just it, it, absolute meticulous attention to detail would not let anything slip mm. in this in this process um in everyone everyone was just like this this is forever it matters we're not gonna just go oh whatever it wasn't us just seeing how many lines we can do in an hour if it we didn't get it done we didn't get it done but we wanted to get it done right is that kind of like how sorry how you kind of maybe didn't 
you weren't surprised by how kind of the voice acting was received then because like that was pretty much every review i've read has been the voice acting is stellar i not to be big headed i mean no like no to... please tell me what other things you like about me um <laughs> it's um uh it was surprising no it wasn't surprising it was a relief because mm. you work really okay. hard but you have no idea how stuff's going to be received you've got to do your bit and then you, you you add it to the pile and then alchemy happens and out comes a video game it's magic you know? yeah. that's yeah. literally all it is there, no one does anything we literally throw it into a pot some does a magic wand and they go bam there's a video game and that is how games are made <laughs> um, heard it here first yeah I think that is true yeah, I yeah. Mean, the studio did yeah, yeah. absolutely absolutely <laughs> my experience on this one video game that's exactly what happened um, you that it's so wonderful that that has been uh, that has been how this game has been received and our part in it has added to people's experiences um, and it wasn't a surprise but it was it was a it was a really wonderful validation of how hard everyone worked mm. it re just people have put and you can hear it from their performances people have just put their heart and soul into this every single actor came in and just went I think everyone kind of raised their game because we realized who we were performing with and you'd hear the other performances and you think, wow, I've actually got to turn up today. <laughs> you know, I can't just, I can't yeah. turn up and be lazy and kind of rest on my laurels when I'm, I'm in a booth with actors whose work is, is so amazingly strong and they're bringing their A game to it. I have to work a lot harder. Yeah. Um, and it's, that's, that's, I think, why it's resonating with people. Yeah. Speaking of the number of takes, yes. uh, we had a question from Solid Slug who gave us a clip. Oh, wow. Uh, you might have seen this. Hippocrates talking about Torgal, saying yeah, yeah, that he was yeah. buried in my nuts. Mm -hmm. <laughs> How many takes did that scene take? Or were you even in that scene? Like, did you I get remember, to do that I remember together? hearing it. Yeah, I remember hearing it. Um, so, it didn't take that. I mean, what does, I think, doesn't, Clive doesn't say anything towards the end of that scene, does he? Yeah. Um, uh, with his, is it, is it Torgal has his head in my nuts? Is I that find it if that? we want. Yeah. <laughs> Shall I find it? Yeah. Because I bet that's on... Yeah, because it's something about... Edmund what? Dean is the name of the actor who plays Harpocrates, and he has the voice of a Werther's original, doesn't he? He really <laughs> does. Yeah, you can what hear it in his part. voice. What a great part. Mm. Also, just his performance, it's just, it's silk. It just sounds so smooth. Here we go already. Oh, I don't know if we can pick this up, but... Why the beast has the appetite of a behemoth? Just this very morn, I found him with his nose buried in my nuts. <laughs> You can hear it in Edmund Dean's performance. They, they, <laughs> he knows exactly what he's saying. There's no spirit in my nuts. Um, yes, it's, it's the most carry-on thing about it. And um, I, I, love, I love the cheekiness of this game. Yeah. Um, that's it. That's, that's, that's Koji Fox right there. Nice. Um, a question from Jenny. Um, who was Torgal's voice actor? You know, it wasn't I Milton. I don't know. I don't mm. know. Um, I wish. I, I think they should do a full-on interview with Torgal's voice actor, shouldn't they? Really? Absolutely. Yeah. Get them yeah. on. Yeah. yeah. There yeah. is. They're Maybe missing. We should do that. Yeah, for the hundredth episode. Great. Yeah, they're miss. <laughs> they're missing a featurette opportunity mm. here with yes. with actually going around because I saw paws of Valistia going around in Australia. I think they did like a whole. Mm. Uh, they got loads of dogs to dress up as various icons and. And do stuff I think I lo I've loved the dog tie-ins the you know can you pet the dog mm. um, rate my dog all of that stuff they've understood the power of what, what dogs can do I don't I've never met the voice actor um, but as far as I'm concerned Milton is or kind of talk. maybe yeah absolutely I'm so sorry 
but as, as far as I'm concerned, Milton is canon talk also. Um, <laughs> of course, yeah. of course. But like you were, yeah, we talk about um, Koji Fox and like how he comes up with some, he knows the, he knows his jokes. Yeah. Like uh, you have, well, I'm going to ask you about Final Fantasy fourteen, but Fates in Final Fantasy fourteen have some of the best names. Mm-hmm. Um, like they're so great puns of modern life stuff. How is, and that we had a question from, uh, have we lost it? There we go. From uh, Poodle, who says, how's your Final Fantasy fourteen journey going and will you stream it? Mm, thanks for asking. Um, <laughs> I am going to, I think I'm going to start it in the autumn and um, I am going to, I'm going to start, I'm going to start an entirely new character. I'm going to yes. start from A Realm Reborn again. I know people say, stick with it. I'm like, I will stick with it. Um, I, because I, yeah, I got it in 2013 and then played it when it first came out, stopped at the yeah. end of A Realm Reborn, and that's what I've done. I played it on PlayStation 3. Um, no, I, I, I will restart it and play it. And I've already had a, a load of really wonderful Final Fantasy 14 streamers say that they will. Um, Tiffany Lockhart is one of them, so shout out to Tiffany, um, said that she would give me an Uber all the way through to Endwalker. <laughs> so um, I look forward to that. Um, yeah. And I, I think I made kind of like a blood pact with Susie the Sphere Hunter yesterday that we were going to go and do it together. So maybe maybe we will do that. Um, will oh. you play as Clive? I am not mm. sure yet. I'm not sure yet. I wonder if I wonder if there's any crossover Is, planned because 15 had a nice crossover. You would think so. You would think so. I I can say right now. I I well is there? I can say right now that I have heard absolutely nothing, um, with the most no complete exclusive. confidence. Well, that is an exclusive that he hasn't heard anything. Yeah, it's an exclusive. <laughs> I haven't heard anything. Yeah. Um, so I I don't know. But I mean, maybe that would be amazing. It would be. Yeah, that would be so cool. Did you? Like, oh, you want to play the fifteen one? Because the fifteen one was like. Probably, you know, quite a good few quests in there. You got the car. Mm. I use that as my mount now, flying around. But actually, uh, I the recently... The Regalia. Yes, the flying kind of transformer. Yeah. <laughs> but I, yeah, I recently restarted wow. playing 14 uh, from scratch because I played in the PS3 era. Yeah. And, uh, era. And yeah, like it was so long ago that I played it. So I went through it again. And actually, A Realm Reborn, like 2.0, I went through that pretty quickly, yeah. enjoyed, really enjoyed it. I thought the pacing wasn't as bad. It does definitely lose its way a little bit between 2.0 and 3.0, especially near the end of it. Um, there's one where you have to like speak to eight people in one place, and then you have to take the ferry or whatever to the next place and speak to another eight people. So there are bits that do drag a bit, but I mean, you know what's it's, to come. It's interesting when people say that in, a, in what, a, a 3,000 hour video game. I'd imagine it would drag at some points, but I think the fact that it has 50 million players, probably 20 million active players daily or something stupid like that, that people seem to like it. I used to stay till 6am. I used to stay up till playing that game. Yeah, When when I was doing Realm Reborn, I did the same thing. I was obsessed with that game. Um, I was a a high elf called Cadaboron Talathon. (laughs) Um, I was Salvador Limones from Grim Fandango. There you go. (laughs) I was just Ed Knights, which I am everywhere. That's really good. That's really good. <laughs> On brand, all the way through. Well, if you're, uh, you, so you're thinking of maybe streaming, or maybe you would join in with somebody who is streaming it. Oh, that's a lot of pressure to stream. Yeah. I, I think streaming is is good on you if you want to do that. <laughs> like I, I can barely like keep up with like Twitter right now with things. So I don't think I could keep up streaming. You could do a uh, cooking stream with the Final Fantasy XIV yeah. Ultimate Cookbook. I was saying we should get Rick, Victoria Rosenthal on for, for your hundredth episode. <laughs> find out what really inspired. It's um, I, an avid Final Fantasy fourteen player, I'd imagine. Mm, um, absolutely. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I would I stream it, maybe, mm. um, but I don't want to make promises that I, I can't keep. 
Fair enough. One last question because I think you're going to skip those, but I want to know. And I, the, I don't know the person who asked it, but it was a great question. It was like, if they decided to kind of remake all the games and voice all of them, which main character would you want to voice if you couldn't? Like, so remake the ones that aren't already voiced? Yeah. Or Oh my but, God, easy answer, Laguna. Laguna in Final Fantasy VIII. Great choice. I've just been, I've been, Great choice. I, I, yeah, that. There is no other answer for me. Yeah. That. Um, I, I was asked... The man with the machine gun? The man with the machine gun. Is that the... Uh, well, he has a gun. gun. Well, it's... it's are we are we into, are we gonna we can talk about talk about spoilers for it? Actually, no. Go for it. I mean, I haven't played it since it. I literally I got it on launch. Oh, eight spoilers. Oh, go for it. Yeah, I got eight on launch, and then the memory card. Yeah, went kaput. People and have I been like, it. people have been like, oh, would you want to voice Squall? And I'm going, well, yes, but I don't think they'd have let me do that. But mm. I think, like, guys, maybe mm. let me voice Laguna. Come on, it's so cool. He he gets. I think he. He gets like a bad leg or he like a bad ankle. He falls over on his ankle and he tries to talk to a girl that he really fancies. I'm like, that is so. That's classic. That's classic Laguna. <laughs> <laughs> There's um, yeah, yeah. He goes and he goes in a film set. He goes in a film set and fight accidentally fights a real dragon. And there is, it's really good. The the detail what in a eight. Fucking game. What a game. <laughs> I so I good. think that it is it is a modern. It is a game that would do so well with a modern remake. I, do, I genuinely don't think they'll they'll remake it. Um, I don't think they've got the source code anymore. Yeah, I, <laughs> I just I think it is. It's a such full a remake, maybe. Yeah. It's Ground such up. a beautiful, wild, insane story that just mm. goes to some mad, mad places. Quite literally, the moon and space. It is um, so fantastical. Um, yet with a real kind of like grounded soul, and I think Laguna is the heart of that. Um, and yeah, mm. that's what I would love to. You might like Final Fantasy fourteen. Then I'm guessing you've seen the trailer for Endwalker. It's impossible to not. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 So you wouldn't be doing. I mean, it's there. It's already uh, uh, acted, but you wouldn't do a Tidus. Because I was going to ask you how your laugh is. Your Tidus oh, laugh. Oh my, my laugh. Ha 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 ha! That is my right. uh, okay. That's, that was pretty good. I think actually, yeah, maybe Titus. Yeah, yes. <laughs> I I think the the I love you're saying Titus. I I legally I'm contractually have to say Titus. I'm I know, so yeah, sorry. I, the first time I heard that was quite recently. I'm like, yeah, what? because is they it, never say his name. Mm, is it Marco or Mako? But that's the thing, great thing about Final Fantasy 16 as well. I was like, I've always said Chocobo, not Chocobo. Yes. And I'm like, well, in, Valis they, they Thea, in Valis Thea, it's Chocobo. Well, it's, it's for Clive. I think maybe some people do say Chocobo in it. Um, oh, but okay. yeah, it's it's an accent thing. It's tomato, tomato. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Chocobo. Um, Marco. It's not Marco for me. Um, it's it's Mako yeah. uh, for me. But also that's because I have an English accent. Same. So it's Same. it's it's that basically. That's that's the reason I would say Mako. Yeah. Well, we've talked about what you will be playing, which is yeah. fourteen. Mm -hmm. um, every time we do the podcast, we always talk about what we've been playing recently. Yes. Which for all of us is Final Fantasy sixteen. It is. But we've heard that you are actually quite the trophy hunter. I am. Yeah. What have you been playing recently? What have you platinumed recently? Should I get my phone out? For Should we compare you? some I mean, platinums? Compare some Let's platinum compare trophies. some platinums. Um, this is here we go. Let's get this out. Um, so I I've been playing a lot of sixteen. Obviously, then I got I I would usually be a lot more prolific up to this point in the year, but I've been busy 
with this. Understandably. Um, <laughs> yeah. Just, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I just before I went out to Los Angeles, I finally got the Platinum Trophy on Resident Evil 4. Great nice. game. A great video game. I was very fortunate enough to meet the brilliant voice actor, the brilliant actor, Nick Apostolides, who plays Leon. And I was just fanboying over him. <laughs> um, I think his... his it, to take on a character like Leon Kennedy and do it that much justice and be that brilliant side of both like making us root for him and loving embracing the kind of the camp of that series but also being kind of like the beating heart of it I'm just huge fan um, then before that Octopath Traveler 2 Platinum great wow. game yeah gamer I need Hardcore to finish gamer. that really actually finish a that. couple of RPGs Chained Echoes Crisis Core now um, Ed didn't even manage to finish Chained Echoes because it was too difficult listen <laughs> It the is last, I literally that last got boss. to the last boss and I was like, this it's, is infuriating. And then I put it down and I just haven't gone back to it. Because it's the fact that you, it, it do, you obviously can't level up unless you level up with it. Mm -hmm. So it entirely relies on strategy. Yes. And if you don't get the strategy right, then it's really difficult as a yep. video game. I loved and hated the overheating you know the fact mm. that you had to manage your yes. party if you haven't played it before Chained Echoes is I think it's one of my favourite games I've played in the past couple of years uh, the music is amazing the art style is amazing it's really reminiscent of Chrono Trigger um, and it it has this amazing system whereby your attacks are stronger when you're in this kind of green zone so you have to balance you have to mm. balance what attacks you do to keep you in this green zone, which is this kind of like to and froing of both being offensive and defensive, and then swapping your party in and out. It forces you to swap your party in and out yes. to keep you within this 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 it's really, area. It's a really clever system. Yeah, and, and I, one that I'd love to see more RPGs kind of take on board. Actually, both Octopath Traveler Two and Chained Echoes were brilliant examples of how to do really exciting strategic turn-based combat. Um, loved them both thought they were really really magnificent examples and of how like where we've come to and how you can make that really exciting and yeah I, I love them both are you looking forward to Sea of Stars oh my this year? god <laughs> day one purchase for me yes. Sea of Stars yeah. I haven't people keep saying have I played the demo no I haven't I'm just going to go in and I'm just going to play yeah. that 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 is so my jam the demo is great yeah I mean I luckily my memory is lasts about two weeks for things like that and then it's I forget that. everything so like, I played it I'm like I know I like it and I'm going to end up having yeah. to replay the beginning bit again because it's just don't remember it, but it's so good magical yeah. yeah oh my god I can't wait for it um, yes so I you've got the platinum of Elden Ring right? I do have the platinum of Elden Ring how many hours did that take that you? took me 110 hours for the platinum mm. Were you playing that during <laughs> voicing Clive? Yeah, I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. So 110 for the platinum. I know you said that's a surprise, right? Like, why well, did that really? Well, quickly. that's how long it took me to finish the game, yeah, let alone the platinum. Of course, I'll, tell, I'll yeah. tell you why. Um, you can get the platinum trophy just by doing the um, the cheat, where you replay the ending. So you're a cheater, so Ben. Stark. I was for Elden Ring. I was games. for Elden Ring. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now. I think there's like a 10% platinum completion rate on on um, Elden Ring, and I'm going to say. 90% of those people have done the, the reset. I'm not going to go back and replay the entire game for yeah. 10 minutes of extra stuff. I mean, that is fair. I haven't even got past... I don't know where Renala I, is where yeah. you are. Yeah, I could beat her. The Did Death Stranding lady. The Death Stranding yeah, lady. Yeah, she's got the... With the orange She's baby. got BB. Yeah. That's okay. it. I put 150 hours into Death Stranding and got the platinum on that. Like I did, I really committed See, yeah. to... I very rarely meet somebody <coughs> that's played more Death Stranding than me. 
I spent yeah. the entire, I spent my first like 50 hours of that game just like building a motorway. Oh like, yeah, that makes it I so did, much easier. I built a motorway and thought this is gonna pay off and it really did. Yeah. And also it was, it as a strand, as it wasn't probably the first strand <laughs> game, but it was a strand game that we, strand called, game. we call them now. Yeah. Um, uh, I yeah I remember I was playing Death Stranding when I was when I was doing this game, and when I first started recording this game, and I would come in and say yeah well, they say what have you done? And I went last night I spent six hours just just building a motorway, <laughs> trudging up mountain, that, and that bit of motorway would get likes because other people would use yeah, it. Yeah, of course. The first because I played it twice. The first time I played, it, I didn't realize you could do multiple likes. So I would just give everybody a solitary like yeah. <laughs> for things. Yeah, you're the Scrooge, the Scrooge of likes. Yeah, um, <laughs> the music was so good in that game. The, yeah, you, the low roar. Yeah, yeah so but also like roar. the music, the actual soundtrack as well. Because there are two. Yeah. If you search for it, there are two playlists or two yeah. albums. One of the the low roar music and one of the actual soundtrack, and they're both just brilliant. It's 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 a it's a great game, and I can't wait for DS2. Um, there we go look at that you're outnumbered for once <laughs> no I, I, will, I, also, I will happily play it but also Ed I will also say I totally get why you think it's rubbish yeah I didn't say rubbish I know why you absolutely despise Death Stranding <laughs> <laughs> I've said this to you before though it's like it's a game that I love but I wouldn't recommend it to everybody yeah I could not oh, recommend yeah, sure. it to people um, yeah. I do want to give a shout out to Signalis sorry I great just game. got a code great oh, game oh my oh wait G. no that's yours sorry I'm thinking of sign up. it's on Game Pass yeah Synapse. Signalis okay. yeah. Signalis yes, is really cool just, um, just what a what a, like as a as a throwback to PS1 games mm. it's so good the atmosphere is amazing yes. it is such a mind F you can swear it's such a fucking yeah we're there fuck swearing <laughs> um, uh, it just it screwed with my head so You're much tired. of course you can swear uh, yeah I know but I don't know I don't want to be that you know I, do, I swear professionally um, <laughs> you have to pay him to swear yeah but I, I since I've got a Playstation 5 I became kind of obsessed with with um, getting platinum trophies and it just was a really fun exercise so I did it on Deathloop as well like I hmm. I really enjoy Ooh. Game. It used to be just games that I really enjoyed, and then I realised I enjoyed most games, so I would, I would go and do it. And it is really fun to see how a lot of games you don't have to play to completion to get the platinum trophy, but you do experience them in other ways that you wouldn't yeah. normally. And so often yeah. I will just play it a game normally, and then I will go back and see what can I do to get the trophy. Um, and I never used to replay games, and now I, I do regularly mean to get the platinum trophy on Resident Evil Four. How many times do you have to replay that? What was the most fun platinum that you've had? Um. The most fun platinum. I really love, I really love like doing an open world collector. There's nothing that gets me more excited than like a bog stand open world collector. You Spider-Man, have you played? You got those? Yeah, I love Spider-Man. I wouldn't say it's the most fun platinum I've ever done. It's an, it's an easy platinum yeah. to get, mm. bar like a couple of the combat trophies that are quite annoying. Mm. Um, I was so committed that I, so my friend um, uh, Abubakar Salim plays Bayek in, uh, Assassin's mm, Creed yes. Origins, a brilliant actor, brilliant friend, lovely, lovely, lovely man. Um, and uh, he was Bayek and I just wanted to play Assassin's Creed Origins. And I played it for 25 hours and then my PlayStation exploded. <laughs> oh no. Literally? I mean, it just did, it did the whole like poofed like that and then just <laughs> didn't, just didn't work. And I lost everything. I lost oh, all no. my data. And then I finally got a new PlayStation. I got it fixed and I was like, I do need to play this for Abu. So um, I uh, played it from the beginning again and then sp spent a yeah. hundred hours getting the platinum trophy on Assassin's Creed Origins, which was great. That was a great game. Cool game. That was the Very only cool Assassin's Creed I have finished actually. And I think it's because of the Yorkshire name. 
Bayek. Fate oh, God. of That is well a terrible done. joke. That's man. really good. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. I think, honestly, that is generally the only one I finished. I really loved Origins. Okay. It's cool. I'm shouting out. I'm shouting out because I'm just going through Returnal. I was going to say, I saw you've got Returnal. Yeah. Jane Perry. And I love that game and I still haven't finished it. I yeah. kind of get past the snow level. Yeah. Help me. I would so. Yeah, I can't help you. Uh, it's like, it's the most, it is the most like Zen game. And that sounds crazy, but a bit like Hades, where you get, like when I played Hades, you get, in the zone. you get in the zone and you get really good at it. I can't tell you how to play that game. I probably couldn't go back. If you asked me what controls I was pressing, I don't know. It was just an extension of my own body. Um, Celine was me by the end of it. <laughs> I was Jane Perry. Um, uh, yeah, so... Uh, Returnal, I loved it, and it isn't the nicest platinum. In fact, it's actually quite a house mark. If you're watching, you're probably not um, down the line. Yeah. You are. <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> you're definitely watching house mark. James, um, definitely watching. Please, uh, please. That is the worst. You just procedurally generated stuff is not fun for collectibles. Mm. Um, but I loved it so much that I would just. It was an excuse to keep going and playing it again and again and again. Sure. And when I finally got like the final sigil or whatever it is that you have to find, the, like the final symbol for the language, um, I just couldn't believe I'd found it. And it was in like the deepest, darkest depths of the last level of the game after, I don't know, the hundredth time I'd gone down there wow. and I got it. And then I did the DLC. I did the Ascension DLC because mm. I loved it. I just became obsessed with it's it. It's such a good game. It really is. It's one of those. It's one of those games that gets rated kind of like nine out of ten that i love like a 20 out of 10. yeah you know it's it's the it's a game that isn't for everyone mm. but what it does it does so sublimely it is the best version of that the the it looks absolutely stunning it's so much fun and when it's when stuff's happening it's just it's just a visual feast and i i love it and the sound design of this game i have the vinyl I bought you the vinyl. I vinyl. found it in a vinyl shop and I went and bought then it. Then you played it and you were like, ooh, this isn't put ambient music. I mean, it's not the nicest music to sit and listen to, but in the game, it's incredible. Yeah. I um, I remember, I'd, I'd known Jane for years. I've known Jane for about 10 years. Um, and then we reconnected after I had finished Returnal. And I just sat down with her and grabbed her. <laughs> Jane, tell me your secrets. Say um, the words. It's so deserving. <laughs> I'm so pleased you won the bath for her performance. She's because. also incredible in that game incredible because it isn't just it, it, it's a, it's so much more than just a game about shooting aliens and when you play that game you will know that you will, oh yes you will realize that um because of what celine goes through and it's and and jane just threads the needle and you, you've got to like celine and it's oh it's once you realize what's happening and what the story is about and it reveals itself it is just this just amazing bit of art um i went to the oh, sorry i dropped this i went to the baftas earlier last year so did ed from the other side we hung out actually yeah. we hung out i, I ran out <laughs> and saw you um and i was on the table with the guy who i think he's like the founder of house mark oh. and i like spat out my water went i love your game <laughs> um yeah it was just it was a i think they're brilliant at what they do and i can't wait to see whatever it is that they mm. do next i think house mark is so good and they've managed to kind of take arcade into the the triple a space Absolutely. i did love that they went for something that wasn't just going to be mass market and everyone's going to love it because yeah. I kind of fell off it a bit because I'm not the best gamer to say mm -hmm. the least uh, and so I played a bit and I 
I think I got to the boss of the first level. Yeah. I was like, I think we did it together. We did too. But they player. do make it more yeah. difficult if you're a if you're co-op. Yeah, they do. And I'm like, I could probably beat this on my own if I kind of just sat and yeah. concentrated. Are you saying I didn't help you? I'm saying that I was kind of rushing. It was also on stream, and there was a tiny bit of lag. And oh, sure. I blame all that. Excuses. Oh, well. Yeah. Excuses. It, that's a game that you need to be. You need to have all your wits about it. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's it's like an ultimate the zone game. Yeah. When you're in it, I remember just like when people say they play games and then you realize that you're gripping the controller so tight that you actually have cramped your hands. <laughs> that was my return experience. Yes. Yeah. Same. Same. Maybe that one. Yeah. <laughs> now, the internet. Is big fans yes. of Clive. Yes, they are. Um, and there is a lot of thirst for Clive. I'd hope and so. the entire cast of Final Fantasy 16. Yes. So what we would love is for you to read out some of those thirst tweets okay. as Clive. And I, I haven't read these. You sent these to me. I've sent these to you. This I'm is your fresh allowed. reaction. Fresh, fresh, fresh. And I'm not going to look at them as well, fresh, so I'm going to hear them. No, yeah, these are new. These are new. <laughs> Okay. Feel free to skip any that are just. Do you want me to say these as Ben or as Clive? As Clive, I think. Okay. I think that's what the so people you want. Get into trouble. <laughs> no, it's fine. It's fine. Okay. When he says, "Come to me, Ifrit," I want to be Ifrit. <laughs> that's our friend Cliff, by the way. Cliff. Yeah. Cliff is gaming. Yep. <laughs> yep. There you go. Embarrassing you. <laughs> Trying really hard to focus on the story of Final Fantasy 16, but literally constantly getting distracted and saying he's so hot <laughs> whenever Clive exists in a scene. <laughs> Clive has no business being as hot as he is with a name like Clive. <laughs> <laughs> it's fair. <laughs> <laughs> The guy who does the voice for Clive is so hot. It's disgusting. <laughs> Did the FF16 dev team add a photo mode specifically because they knew how hot Clive was? Did they? Is that why there's a photo yeah, mode? That's the only reason. Is yeah. it just tagged on? Not no, have you seen? You have you seen what they've done? I like people have just put the photo in the camera in places. The camera doesn't. Is that, it should not be. Like where toggle is. Yeah. Yeah. I saw one streamer just like spending about five minutes just lining it up to get Clive's crotch. <laughs> so, okay. Fair. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> The FF16 OST most definitely stays on during sex. <laughs> Which track, though? Yeah. I really hope it's the Find battle the music. Find the flame. <laughs> Which is the one that goes on that, like, during you'll play these massive icon battles, and then there's, like, a yeah, nice yeah, yeah. bit of violin music playing at the yeah, same yeah. time. Is that, that is, No, I was thinking Find the Flame is the one where, you know, press L3 and R3 to accept uh, the truth. Oh, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. Find the flame! Um... <laughs> Uh, which also, yeah, the, the lyrics mean a lot as well, especially when Clive's fumbling around. Um, <laughs> find the flame, please. Um, okay. I haven't gotten far in Final Fantasy 16 at all, but I just wanted to say I'm thoroughly surprised everyone is thirsty for Clive and not Ifrit Icon of Fire. I know you all are monster fuckers. I was here when Super Mario movie came out. <laughs> Understandable. 
Understandable. People love Bowser. Ha! Sorry, I'm shutting down. I'm reading <laughs> this, this is the first time. time I'm, just, I'm getting, I'm going, <laughs> You're like, I wasn't tagged in these. Yeah, yeah, I didn't. Okay. <laughs> I, I'll just say searching for these was really fun. Yeah. <laughs> I hate to say it, but Sid Final Fantasy 16 is like a sexy Simon Cowell. When Simon got the weird plastic surgeries, he thought he was going to come out looking like Sid. Why is Clive from Final Fantasy XVI so toe-curlingly hot? I'm foaming at the mouth. Just <laughs> <laughs> the foaming. I mean, the sexy Simon Carl for a third, that is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Clive butt naked. Sorry. Clive. Clive butt ass naked in a jail cell. But why was he naked? What was the reason? <laughs> what was the oh, reason? Yeah, yeah, that was actually, I thought that was going to be a thirsty tweet, but also a genuine question. Yeah. Why was he naked? I don't know. I think he just must have busted out of those old clothes and just turned into an icon or, you know, even maybe the clothes were, I don't know. I don't know why he's naked. <laughs> don't ask me. I, don't I wonder, like, yeah, when they turn to an icon and then they go back. Where do the clothes their go? clothes. Always but I just don't know. I just, I just didn't, so sorry, guys. I just didn't write it. I don't know. I just don't know. You need to know. You're the only I'm one so, that we know. I'm so, so, the only one we know. Um, I would say, the practicalities of it aside, thematically, I think it's incredibly important. As much as it's like, oh, he's naked. It's the idea that um, it's, it's a thematically revealing the fact that Clive has been reduced to nothing. He has nothing. He's lost everything. He's lost mm, everything. Yeah. And so everything he thought was his life, the armor that he completely put on to, to kind of like carry himself for those 13 years, he has nothing. He is reduced to nothing but his own skin, which he fundamentally despises because it's the one thing that he believe did the thing mm. so that's what I would say is the is the legitimate reason as to why he was butt naked in a cell with Sid <laughs> um, yeah uh. that okay my favourite thing in Final Fantasy 16 is that everyone refers to Clive as handsome or attractive even if it's meant to be derogatory lol the NPC enemies will be like get the hot one with the fat tits and broody bedroom eyes and I'll know they're talking about Clive and not Jill. I think that's my favourite one. <laughs> if the Final Fantasy 16 sex scene isn't between Gav and Clive, then what's the point? A fair point. <laughs> Very fair point. Uh, I read the Final Fantasy 16 has sex and, and I need to know who's involved. No, I can't say the rest of... I can't say the rest of this one. Sorry, that is the one I will not say, but I really appreciate you, uh, Valen. What was that? I need to work out which one that one was. No, that's the one I won't say. I really appreciate it. Square Enix got you back. Don't worry about it. Yeah. We don't want you to... Like... Okay, I'm not going to say the last one either. Fair. Which one was it? Yeah, I can't. I don't think I can say the last few. Uh, as they are so X-rated. That I really hope But I... make sure you tag... Ben yeah. Star in it, so he please, does get to see please. it. Please tag me in those, tag me in those thirst tweets. I really appreciate them, and I really like that you're loving all that. But I can't say the rest of those, and that is how X. That is that's my limit, right? As you go, like I can't. I, we want. You I to did be put those in and thought, and you I know, just don't know. Yeah. I'll put them in just in case. Yeah, yeah. Fair. That one, those they got really X rated, and that's yeah. the. That's we fair. want you to be employable at the end of this. Yeah, that is I fair. That. Yeah. Okay, we have our last 
the last part of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those last which ones. Which yeah. is, yeah, you, you know now. Those ones. Which is the Final Fantasy Ben versus Ben oh. quiz. Go, 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 go. Okay? Go, go. Yeah, now, it. you both have... We have a whiteboard. whiteboard. We have spared no expense. Yeah. Money, money, money. <laughs> Hopefully the this pens work right. streamer money, this is. The pens do work because I tested them. Right. The Final Fantasy quiz I've put together. Yeah. There are, of course, 16 questions. Oh okay. Do we have to do, like, we do them one at a time? Yes, one at right. a time. Oh, we do one at a time? We're not yes. just going, like, but, oh, oh, one Yeah, one at a time, okay, show okay. your answers. Yeah. If you could also just do a little tally in the corner, that'd be great, yeah. because blank. I can't keep count. Blankety okay. blank, blankety blank, blankety blank. Um, the answer to every question is the title of a Final Fantasy game. Okay. Okay. So all you have to write down is the name of a Final Fantasy game. We'll be tempted. Oh wow! Do not not look. Are these including not mainline entries? Yes. What? So I'm just going to write Final Fantasy at the top. I'm just going to put the number or or the. That also works. That also works. Great. Type in Final Fantasy. I've had a bit of wine, so it's a bit of a mess. But there we go. Okay. (laughs) Sure. And remember, just do a little tally if you get it right. Okay. Okay. And if you're listening at home, feel free to play along. Yeah. And see what you get. And I've. Finished. I finished a few Final Fantasies, but I'm nowhere near the fact. I, I I have I actually have the twelve guide and the ten guide. And I think that's it. Have you played them both? I mean, I finished ten. Ten is the best Final Fantasy of all time. Interesting. Incorrect. Interesting. <laughs> Question number one: In which Final Fantasy game does a character suplex a train? Six. You are both correct. Yes. Yeah. That is on my list. I've got the Pixel Remasters to play through. I've currently finished one, and I'm starting two. There you go. Right, you so both will get, get a little six. tally in the corner. Yes. Thank you. Okay. Question two. In which Final Fantasy game did Chocobo and Sid make their first appearance? In which Final Fantasy game did Chocobo and Sid make their first appearance? Okay. Biggest, I'm going to start with you. I think five. Okay. Really good. I put three. The correct answer is two. Two! <laughs> oh, wow, okay. I, Damn like, it, I haven't got to that bit yet. Yeah, <laughs> I really was like, I think it's two. I think it's oh, two. I just started. <laughs> Question three. Which Final Fantasy game was the first to feature the card game Triple Triad? Which Final Fantasy game was the first to feature the card game Triple Triad? I've seen his answer now. I'm going to go eight. Oh, you were too quick. <laughs> the correct answer is eight. Well, like, you know, Ben's going to, like, just be, just be warned. You know, Ben will get the point, but does he really win? Yes. You know? Would you have said <laughs> well, that, Well, you said, you know, winning by cheating is valid, apparently. A hundred percent. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If my Elden Ring platinum, not legit platinum, apparently. <laughs> exactly. Question four. Clavat, Selkie, Lilty, and Uke are races in which Final Fantasy game? Repeat those, please. Clavat, Selkie, Lilty, and Uke are races in which Final Fantasy game? I've gone. I have no idea. 15? Just to go for something a bit and different. Then five. The correct answer is Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. Oh, there you go. I think that's one of the few there I finished go. as well. I was yeah. going to say, you've played that one. It no. was terrible. It was not terrible. I really want to play Crystal Chronicles. It's great. I mean, it was yeah. great at the time. It I is a GameCube it. classic. Yeah, I bet it is. You can play it now, but I played it recently and thought, ooh. I, I forgot that we weren't of... doing, I forgot that we weren't doing 
outside moments. There's there's the odd spin-off in here. I really appreciate that. Thank you. Question five. Which was the first Final Fantasy game not to be directed by series creator Hironobu Sakaguchi? Mm. Which was the to be first, directed? Which was the first Final Fantasy game not to be directed by series creator Hironobu Sakaguchi? I feel like I'm, I've read this and have no idea which one it was. <laughs> Helpful. Uh, uh, did you even bring this? Maybe you even brought this up to me. So he directed yeah. from the beginning. And then there was a point where he stopped being director. And started being a producer. And he was a producer. Oh. I'm really okay. going really to embarrass myself here. I'm going really yeah. to embarrass myself here. I'm going to go for... Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, wait. I'm going to go. I'm going to go for such a... This is... I apologize to all Final Fantasy fans here. But I'm going for... I'm going for something here. I've written what my answer is. Okay. Let's well. start with you, Ben. 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 He's biggest. You're I've written. I've gone for seven. Seven. Okay. See, I went for four. Interesting. The correct answer is Final Fantasy six. Six! <laughs> I actually wrote six before then. I so like, no, seven is the first where he was executive producer. That's That was my thinking. There you go. So who directed six? Um, he directed six. And then seven... Oh my God. So the question was, what was the last game? Sorry, that no. he was... Oh, Not wait. to be directed six. No, I'm right. Six, he didn't direct. He didn't direct six. No. Okay, go, 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 go. Five was the last one. Go, 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 go. Five. Oh, so it's still two two somehow. <laughs> you are a lot closer to the game to the answers. Than I, I just, am. I, I was, I'm, I did not know that. That's really good. That's really good to know. Who directed six? I would like to know. Yes, I actually can't remember. I did look up these things. He bought a book on Japanese RPGs. It's and somewhere over there. It's over there somewhere. And it's, it was had a lot of inspiration for questions. It's amazing. What an amazing, what an amazing man Sakaguchi mm. is. Yeah. Although he then, after directing, went and made the film that lost loads of money. Yeah, he did. Never Spirit, mind. Spirits Within. Spirits Within. Oh, Spirits Within. Still yeah. pretty, like, what an amazing, beautiful thing that was. How revolutionary that was. Did you ever watch the 15 one? Film. Was that Kingsley? Kingsley. 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 I liked yeah, yeah. that. I did, yeah. Very nice. Wild. And Advent Children as well. Watched mm. them. Also a great film. Question six. Which was the first Final Fantasy game to be released on an Xbox console? Ooh. Which was the first Final Fantasy game to be released on an Xbox console? Uh, okay. Biggest? 12? 13. The correct answer is, is it 11. 11. Oh, for f- <laughs> fuck's sake. Who plays 11? I mean, lots Because I was going, I was thinking, well, you know, because of the Ethernet cables, and I thought, was it only PS2 that it was released? So on? 11 was it? PS2, PC, and then and, like a year later, 360. Oh my god, no. How is it still 2 2? Maybe 12 wasn't even on. I remember no. seeing an image, which is the one with the 13 pink. was on Xbox. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was the big thing. But like, I was thinking, I, did, I was like, do I, be, do I be smart and go with 11 and be like, you should have done. I should have been smart. Have smart. Go smart. Question seven. A number of Final Fantasy games are set in the world of Ivalice, but which was the first? I mean. A number of Final Fantasy games were set in the yeah. world of Ivalice, but which was the first? Go. Three. Tactics. Ben is correct. Final Fantasy Tactics. Tactics. I just... I know we <laughs> really need that to play that. I need to play it. I bought it today. I've got it as the, the PSP world. version on What a Vita. world, Evilies. Followed by Final Fantasy XII. Oh, because yeah. I was miles out. There is Summer 14 in it as well. Also, Final Fantasy XII, Revenant Wings. Let's not forget that. Of course, the sequel, the sequel. The sequel. And Tactics Advance Tactics on the Game Boy Advance. Wowie. 
There we go. Happy with that. What are the scores? 3-2. That's a lot closer than I expected at this point. There you go. (laughs) Question eight. In which Final Fantasy game is a character famously called a Spoony Bard? In which Final Fantasy game is a character famously called a Spoony Bard? I will say that 16 doesn't count because there is a reference to it. I went nine. Is it five? It's four. Uh, there is a bard called Edward who is called a spoony bard, bard by Teller. Edward the Bard. There you go. I thought it was going to be five because Hiroshi Takai was um, the director. And I just thought, oh, that's uh, the director of 16. And then definitely a call back. I went, no, it was four. It was four. Can we have another one of these once I've gone through the Pixel remasters? Sure. I think I'd be... Sure. Although, to be honest, they probably all like mix into one. We'll find some <laughs> more. Question nine. Which Final Fantasy game has the highest score on Metacritic? Game. Does Which count? Final Fantasy game has the highest score on Metacritic? Mm. This is a great question. Uh, oh, I'm, I'm changing my answer. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to try and be smart. Okay, that probably wrong. Do you think you're smart? Mm, no. In general, or for this? <laughs> yeah, it's not this, but I'm saying this. Okay, biggest, we'll start with you. See, part of me wants to go for something like Heaven's World, but I don't think that would count. Oh, no, Heaven's World, uh, it's Shadowbringers. Okay. But it, what... it would count, but it is not, um, it's not even top two. Okay, I went for eight. Okay, Ben? I went for ten. You're closer. The correct answer is nine. Nine. Which has a Metacritic score of 94. Yeah. And it's followed by 10, 12, and Mm. 7 that all have 92. See, I remember... Shadowbringers, I think, is 91. So it's like Mm. next after that. See, I was... We were talking about um, official UK PlayStation magazine, and I remember 7 getting a 10, 8 getting a 10, and then 9 got a 9, and I was like, well, I can't play that. That's obviously not a perfect Final Fantasy game. 9 is probably, probably... It's probably yeah. the best one. It probably is the best one. Do you think? One. It's not my favourite, but it probably is the best one. I played a fair of bit. Of the old it. school, I think. It's a great game. I really love that we have, you know, of that golden age, 7, 8, 9. Mm. And, <sighs> like, anyone who games. says those are their best games, their favourite games. And they're like, all yeah, quite different favorite. as well. Yeah, they really are. They have their own identity. And like, for whatever, I've just really been tweeting a lot about how amazing 8 is recently. And I love all the love that's kind of coming its way because I think that it needs to get its due but so 7 and 9 are so amazing as is 6 as is 10 mm-hmm. I love them all yeah absolutely you're a Final Fantasy fan yeah yeah as you should be question 10 Blinded by Light is the title of the battle theme from which Final Fantasy game oh I was going to show it immediately but hold Ugh. <laughs> hold Blinded by Light is the title of the battle theme from which Final Fantasy game? The Masterpiece. I'm going to, I think. Okay, Ben, we'll, Biggest, we'll start with you. I think seven. It's 13. It is 13. Oh, it's like the violin. The one we were, we were at the, yes, we were at that conference, at the, conference, at the concert. It's we also the, the best battle theme. It's yeah. so good. It's the, so the, good. The 13 music is so atmospheric. Yes. It's got this kind of like otherworldly... It, it just sounds almost alien in what it is. And I just, I adore the 13. The 13 I think the music is the best thing about 13. Yeah. I mean, there were, I think there were lots of qualities. It's about a, great 13, game. a great game. I really but the like music it. is the best thing about that game. Yes. Um, I mean, look, I'm just going to show you here. I have the lightning returns, the lightning returns guide here. 
fell off though. I need to go into but yeah no, I'm kind of annoyed that I didn't get that because we generally went, generally went to see the Distant Worlds concert and I was like that was probably one of the best songs that they played obviously yeah. the seven stuff I was, was going to say but, I've put um, some in here that you should know Dust to yeah. Dust honestly listen but Dust to Dust which you know is my amazing in that as well there's just so many good things Sun Left Waterscape again just cracking songs 13 go get it absolutely <laughs> question 11 I'll get there I'm on two at the moment question 11 <laughs> Bahamut first appeared as the King of Dragons in the very first Final Fantasy game, but in which Final Fantasy game was he first summonable? Bahamut first appeared as the King of Dragons in the very first Final Fantasy game, but in which game was he first summonable? You said I'd know these answers. Mm. Some of them. Oh, well, well they're all the guessing. Same. They're all yeah, guessable. I've guessed. I've guessed. Yeah. So you've both guessed four. The correct answer is Final Fantasy three. Which nice. is the first one to have summons? I'll get that. Nice, and he was, and he was part of that. And roster. he was one of them, as was Shiva. Let's find out. Yeah. Let's find out. The was DS he in the guide. DS version? <laughs> was he in the DS version? Yeah, definitely. He, he must be. In the I DS didn't version. have it on DS though. I had it on my. Um, I had it. I mean, look at these. Look at these designs. That's exactly what they look like on the DS Incredible. version. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's like They're what definitely you not pointy it was. polygons. Definitely, definitely not pointy polygons. Um, yeah. Anyway, there you go. You might not know them, but they're all guessable. I mean, it's, it's all just guessable. Just, I mean, just everything is guessable. How many though. grains of sand are in the... I think, I, th- I really appreciate this quiz. I think it's very fun. And even though out of 10, I think I've only got four, I'm really having a lovely time. So thank you. Good. You might learn something. Yeah. I'm learning I think, you know, we, can all, we can all learn something. It's becoming a bit more reflective of the difference in games. Can we, sure. Can we do a redo of this in like a year's should time? We, once should, I get do you want to through? refilm this entire section and then <laughs> we get them all right? <laughs> Let's, Let's do it in a year's time as well. Yeah. All right. um, once I've got through it. Although I've, I've got into Dave the Diver at the moment and I'm freaking loving that. I do think that these details they aren't reflective of like our experiences of the games it's like do you remember these particular details yeah. because these games are so filled with so much information it doesn't matter if you don't know when yeah. this thing was first summonable it doesn't mean you don't like something especially if you're playing them one after the other like I am I'm like they're all it merges they into all one blur it's yeah. all just pixels yeah. um, no matter how remastered um, <laughs> great let's go for it question 12 in which Final Fantasy game do you fight against the Garlean Empire there's a lot of empires and a lot of Final Fantasy games, but in which do you fight against the Garlean Empire? Okay. Ben, I'm going to start with you. Fourteen, Bigus. Fourteen. You are both correct. Damn it! I thought I had one. <laughs> I thought I was going <laughs> to try and catch one. up. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to catch up. I had to throw in a fourteen question. For you me. did, yeah. It'd be funny if I got that wrong. There you are. <laughs> question. <laughs> Put it past me. Thirteen. Uh oh. The Guado are a race in which Final Fantasy game? The Guado are a race in which Final Fantasy game? Biggest? Say, uh, I th- I like misheard that's Gerudo then. That's not Guado, that's Zelda. I went 10. 10? I also went 10. Oh. 10 is the correct answer. Yeah. Guado Salam. I knew that, of course. They are, they're the ones with the, with yeah. the big green beard. Guado Salam. It's a really cool section of that game. I like that. Which is, 10 the one with the Rides of the Shulpuff, isn't it? Yeah, it is, yeah. What a classic part. Yeah. <laughs> Is there a shoe puff question in yeah. there? Yeah. It's not, I'm afraid. Yeah. Should we add it? Should we add it later so you can write it? How would yes. Clive say ride a shoe puff? Um, I just wrote a shoe puff. Oh. There you go. <laughs> he wouldn't be goofy. He's too cool to be goofy. Yeah. He is too cool. <laughs> question 14. Which is the only Final Fantasy game to have more playable female characters than male characters? Which is the only Final Fantasy game to have more playable female characters than playable male characters? 
It's a tricky one, but I also thought it was an interesting fact. It's a, it's a cool. It's a cool fact. I'm gonna change, and I might mess. I might like disagree with this. Well, not disagree, but I might okay. regret it. I'm just. I'm just thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna try this. Okay, <laughs> biggest. I want eleven. Because I know 14 was when they brought in kind of more kind of gender, both gender races. Yeah. Okay, well, interesting. Gone with nine. Ah, the correct answer is Final Fantasy five. Five. five, yeah. Where there are five playable characters. It's the only one where it matches. Oh, and there cool. are three women and two men. Yeah. It's the only one where there's more. Hmm. How many are on now? You on five or you six? I can't remember. I thought oh, you, can give me a, you can give me a sixth if you want. I think wait, he's on five. Oh, did I do? Yeah. Did You're I add four. like um? Uh, oh no, if we got the forty, got the oh yeah, we added the ten one, didn't we? That I didn't add. Yeah, because I don't think there's been one in a while that I got that you didn't. There you go. Right, question fifteen. There's only two left. Wow. Question fifteen. Got to win both of these. Garuda appears in Final Fantasy sixteen as the Warden of the Wind, but in which Final Fantasy game is she known as the Lady of the Vortex? Garuda appears in Final Fantasy 16 as the Warden of the Wind, but in which Final Fantasy game is she known as the Lady of the Vortex? I have absolutely no idea. If this is wrong, then it probably is wrong. Okay. Ben? I'm going five again. Okay. Biggest? 14. 14 is the correct, correct answer. answer. Oh, there you go. It, the name of the battle is the Vortex, if I remember rightly. Yeah, I was going to say oh, that is the... I know it's different, but you, yeah, the Vortex. Yeah. Thank you. Any more 14 questions? I threw in a couple, especially <laughs> for you. Thank you. Question 16. Here we go. Here you're both Final go Fantasy 16. You're both going to get this. Five points Will we? on offer here. You is are it? both going to get you this. You might not. Is it five points the regalia is a vehicle in yeah. which Final <laughs> Fantasy game? Uh, uh, okay. I'm so sorry for bringing that up. Final Fantasy 15. And 15. 14. But, yeah, but I'm going with 15. And four, first. That should be a bonus. To do two bonus points. That's not a bonus point. Be because the only reason it's The correct answer is 15. <laughs> you can both have a point. That was a really good quiz. I, I really appreciated that. that. I think okay. there's going to be people at home who've just got like every single question right. Yeah. I do have a tie break question. Okay. I wow. mean, let's do it. I mean, have Wait, you... So did I get that bonus point? No. Oh. But, well, if, <laughs> we'll we, if we say that, you're tied. Yes, okay. Are we tied? We do if I get the bonus if point. If he gets the bonus team. point. Let's yeah. just do it. Let's just do so, it. So, tiebreak question, okay? This one is on 16. Oh, no. Because mm. I didn't want to throw the inks. I thought you'll know them all. Yeah, I, I might like not. I might not. Might have well, that also advantage. might have embarrassed you. Right. Tiebreak question. According to the website, how long to beat... <laughs> on, on average, how long will it take someone to fully complete Final Fantasy 16? Um, so I would like your answer in hours and minutes. Okay. To fully complete it. Yes. I'm going to pick a very random number. Okay. I should say this is from yesterday when I did this, so it might have changed. Okay. Uh, let me... So correct answer to the nearest minute, but in hours and minutes. The answer is Crystal Chronicles. <laughs> yeah, this is different. Okay. okay. According to the website, how long to beat, on average, how long will it take someone to fully complete Final Fantasy 16? Biggest. So I'm just getting rid of, because it, otherwise it starts with Final Fantasy. Uh, I went 53 hours and 17 minutes. Nice. Okay. I went with 72 hours. See, now you're testing my maths. <laughs> you're going to have to work this out. 60, is it the middle? Is it like 65? The correct answer is 65 hours and this. 27 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, he, he wins. Is he closer? Yeah. I did it in 53. 
I didn't. I haven't got the platinum yet. Well, I was going to say, I, I'm on 75 hours and I still don't have the platinum. Yeah, I think whoever's... That's lies. They're lies. <laughs> yeah. How long to beat is always a lie. They're always like, it takes you like two hours to do it. And I'm there just like 100 hours later. I was so surprised how long the main story is because I mainlined it because I knew that it was coming out and I didn't want to be spoiled by anything. Yeah. So I was like, okay, I'm going to... Skip all the cut sequences. I, I no, I skipped <laughs> That's the, what I'm doing. No, I did <laughs> skip the side quest because I was like, I want to do the get the platinum. So the second time I play through it, I will kind of flesh it out with yes. all the side stuff. And um, yeah, so I skipped the side stuff. But it was still like... a. It's a like beefy. It's a forty odd hours to just play through, it, even quickly. It's got uh, some beef on, isn't it? It That's does a lot of beef. Yeah. It really does. Yeah. It's got beef well, in that game. Congratulations, Ben! You are the winner of the quiz. Oh my god! It would be I disappointing get? if you do. Do I get to be the lead? <laughs> the lead in. You get to be the lead in the next game. Amazing! Thank mm. you so much. That's really good. <laughs> I, I, I really, enjoy, I really enjoyed that quiz. I get quite nervous about it because I feel like people will judge me if I get things wrong. But. Hey, these well, were quite tricky questions. Yeah, they, they were quite were. particular. They were tricky, and, and also, I feel like you've you've already proven that you're a big fan. No, I think it just shows you gaps in knowledge. And I played. I remember playing kind of like five and four back in the day, and I really can't wait to replay them with the Pixel remasters. Like I ha it's been so long since I played them, and so much of the story I've completely forgotten. Like five, this, I, I was rereading stuff about five today, and I thought, oh my god, I. I cannot remember anything about five. Like the five, I haven't played. So it's really, we've good. got the Pixel yeah. remasters and two and five. I haven't played, so that's next on the list. I remember list. some like major story beats in it and thinking, "Wow, this is a, this is cool. This is mm. really really cool." Yeah, and I I can't wait to play the Pixel remasters. So after I've had my Final Fantasy hiatus, of course. Yeah, I was about to say back. like talking about Final Fantasy games does it just make you want to play them all again? Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah. it really does. Me talking about how much I love eight has made me really want to go back and play eight. Oh, they've yes. got the remastered one. Yeah, they have. Yeah. Mm. Um, I I never thought I would want to go back and replay it because my memories of that game are so so specific and unique to that time that I was playing it because I used them yeah. to kind of like catalog where I was in my life but I just there's something about that game that I really want to revisit it. Yeah. So yeah, I'll do it. Was that Excellent. the first one you said you played? Yeah, yeah, it was the first one. Yeah, same actually. What was was that yours? Yeah, my first one and then my memory I went to the second disc and my memory card screwed up and I was like, "You know what? I <laughs> I'm going to put it to one side and then I think 9 came out and I played a little bit of that." And, Never went back to it. Ten was the first one I properly finished. I think eight was the first one I saw. Yeah. I remember seeing it in Electronics Boutique. Oh, oh wow, that's a wow. Well, we yeah. there you go. Uh, I remember seeing that on the on the screens. But yeah. seven was the first one that I properly played through from start to finish, and what that's why that is my favourite. Unfortunately, seven is, seven is just so. Good. I am a basic bitch. I remake, I remember uh, loading up remake and crying within about three minutes. Okay. Just, the fact you can look upwards and see the sky and it's not just a fixed camera. I was like, the, this is what the world yeah, looks like. That first moment after the bombing mission, you go back to the, the slums and then you walk out in the morning and you see the skybox in front of you and you yep. just think, wow, this is real. What game? Yeah. I cannot wait for rebirth. I cannot wait for rebirth. Show me more of that world, please. Absolutely. Absolutely. That was the end of the quiz. Brilliant. And the end of the podcast. Yes. Wow, we did it. Oh, we have. Ben, thank you so, so much for joining us thank for this you. very special thank podcast. You. Thank 95 you. episodes in, and we got the lead character, the lead voice actor of Final Fantasy We 16. did well. We did well. <laughs> Never again, though. Never again. <laughs> this is the last time I'll go on this podcast. Now, I'd love to. Can I come back for your 100th? Please do. Please, please, please do. And yeah. like I say, we've got an extra spare, you know, spare space spare on here space. if you want to bring a guest. Yeah, I might do. It's a very special guest. Yeah. 
yeah. <laughs> Milton. Milton. Yeah, yeah, exactly. dog. My yeah. dog. Yeah, he would, just, like, he would just potter along here and just walk along like that and then just plonk himself I don't down. think we'd ever have a more viewed video than, than If you want, I will bring him. I will bring him to the 100th episode and we can we can make that happen. Oh, if we're allowed dogs, we'll be 100%. We yeah, yeah, we get the thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, we're allowed dogs. Up. We're allowed dogs. Great. Great. Brilliant. Awesome. Oh. Well, Ben, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. We really appreciate it. Really. Um, where can people find you on social media if they want to? If they or if you want them to? I don't want anyone to follow me. Please don't <laughs> give me attention. Um, I. You can find me at the T-H-E underscore Ben, B-E-N underscore star with two R's. And you will see me there talking on Instagram and Twitter about silly things that I like. Uh, at the moment, it's a lot of Final Fantasy stuff, but on Instagram, you'll just see pictures of me and Milton being silly. Well, tomorrow, we're going to date this podcast immediately. Tomorrow, Threads comes out. Um, yeah. So will you be on there talking about I'll it? try it out. I'll try it out, see yeah. what happens. Why not? I've, I've heard that apparently you can like import other, like Blue Sky and Mastodon and everything can be just used on there as well. So. Wow. Might be the place the, to go. Who what, knows? What, what's amazing is you saying that will date this podcast yes, hugely because exactly. we will all know exactly where we land. Because literally, <laughs> this is coming out tomorrow. Yeah. We're going to put this on YouTube tomorrow evening yeah. when it'll have been out and died. Probably you, you talking about <laughs> Blue Sky and Mastodon as well. They'd be like yeah. going, oh, "I remember MySpace." Age like milk, Bebo. This oh my god, will. Bebo comes out tomorrow, guys. Can't wait to connect with my school friends. <laughs> Great. Oh, but yeah. Thank you so much for this, and I'm sure everyone will give you a follow on there. Yeah. Um, Ed, where can we find you? You can find me at Ed underscore Knights on Twitch, on Twitter, on Insta, wherever else. Yeah. I'm always the same. It's very boring. Mm. Well, at least you managed to get yours. That's the great thing about like if Threads does take over, at least because I don't have Biggest Benis on Twitter. I've got Biggest Benis 1 on there because there's some person that's not logged on since 2010, but I'm not bitter. Uh, but yeah, so I'll be, I'm Biggest Benis everywhere um, except for Twitter, Biggest Benis 1. But if you want to go and check out some more Swap and Joystick stuff, because oh, we've got some things on there. We've got a review that went up yesterday, a video review. And also we've got a spoiler cast coming out in the next week where we're just going to chat about the game. And we Final don't... Fantasy 16, to that be is, clear. Yeah, mm. to be clear. Final <laughs> Fantasy 16. We're going to be talking all about that with all the spoilers. So make sure you've finished playing the game or you have no interest in playing it and you want to know all about it. We'll just be chatting about, yeah, about that ending because... Yeah, a lot of people. We had a lot of questions actually to ask you, Ben, about the ending, but we yeah. we skipped those unfortunately because Good. there will be people watching that haven't played it. I have no opinions on it. <laughs> yes, uh, of course. So if you of course buy the game, play the game, play the ending, get right to the end, and then uh, go and then you can tweet point. Ben. It's yeah. evergreen content, guys. Come back to it whenever you want. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, you don't need to. It's not dated. But yeah, go on to YouTube.com/slash/biggestbenus if you want to get the video stuff on there. I mean, this is probably where you're watching this if you are. Um, and if you go to swappingjoysticks.com, you can get our feed for Spotify, for Apple Podcasts, Amazon, whatever place you get your podcasts from. And uh, yeah, we will be posting, we post stuff up there every single week. Nice. Yeah. Well, thank you again to Ben. Thanks. And uh, hopefully we'll see everyone else next time. Brilliant. You want to do your little thing to say, because I'm, I'm going to embarrass you in person, in this studio, you can say, Keep swapping. Oh, he's got to get a better one by 100. <laughs> <laughs>